0: Okay, here we go. So, as I said, today, I thought we could focus on Green Ray and what it really means and one's perspective on it. Uh, We spoke a lot about uh, the Blue Ray before, which is important. However, we really need to focus on that Green Ray if we want to polarize towards being a positive being or a positive influence towards ourselves and towards others, because this is where... The understanding comes from. This is where the forgiveness comes from. Uh, And this is where the unconditional love comes from. So the first one I want to talk about is session 31, question three. Okay. Um, So Dawn asks, would this then be primal mechanism for the creator to experience self? And then raw answers. This is not a proper term. Because the objective would be one appropriate way of the creator knowing itself. For in each interaction, no matter what the distortion, the creator is experiencing itself. So basically they're saying it doesn't matter. The creator is always experiencing itself. Um, The bisexual knowing of the creator by itself. So you're talking two different genders here. Uh, by itself has that potential for two advantages. First, the green ray activated there being, there is the potential for a direct and analog of what you may call joy, the spiritual or metaphysical nature which which exists in intelligent energy. So this is our feeling of joy, being high vibrational, uh, being happy, okay? Uh, This is a great aid to comprehension of the truer truer nature of beingness. The other potential advantage of uh, reproductive acts is the possibility of sacramental understanding or connection shall we say with the gateway to intelligent infinity for the appropriate preparation work and what you may call magic may be done and experiences of intelligent infinity may be had Uh, the positively oriented individuals concentrating upon this method of reaching intelligent infinity Then, through seeking or the act of will, are able to direct this intelligence to work these entities desire to do, whether it be knowledge of service or ability to heal, or service is desired. Okay, so this opens up a whole field of understanding. And understanding that spiritual connection to intelligent infinity when we have that green ray activated, when we're working from our heart source and we truly feel a connection, we truly feel an understanding with self and others, uh, other self, you know, another person um, for work with appropriate preparation in what you may call magic may be done. Okay. These are the advantages of this particular method of the creator experiencing itself. As we have said before, the colary of the strength of this particular energy transfer is that it opens the door, shall we say, to the individual complex desire to serve an infinite number of ways, an other self, thus polarizing towards the positive. Okay, desire to serve another self, thus polarizing to the positive. 47.8 is what I want to go to. That was a really good one because I had that one starred. And I think 47 was the one where it just really went deep into the rays. That's the one I wanted to start with, I think, and I did not. So we're gonna do that now. (laughs) So before I go through these other ones. And this is a long one, Um, but when I was reading it, I'm like, man, it really explains like what the chakras are about um, and how we can learn from them, learn with them, I guess is the appropriate order to use. Okay so session forty seven question eight. so bear with me, it's a little long, but I'll try to interject as much as I can uh, and feel free to uh, to come in and ask questions or you know give your uh, yeah, perception on it. So the question is in our esoteric literature, numerous bodies are listed okay, so right now we're calling them bodies. I have here a list of the physical body, the etheric, the emotional, the astral, and the mental. Can you tell me if this listing is the proper number? And can you tell me the uses and purposes and effects of each of these and any other bodies that may be in our mind-spirit complex? It's interesting because when they go through the race they explain you know um like the mental body is not this you know the etheric body is considered this you know so it's super cool uh so my answers uh, to actually answer your question would be the work of many sessions such as this one Uh, The interrelationships of the various bodies and each body's effects in various situations is an enormous study. However, we shall begin referring your minds back to the spectrum of true colors and the usage of this understanding and grasping the various densities of your octave. Because they have said before, you know, each chakra would be correspondent to each of the... Uh, densities one through seven so as we go on they say we have the number seven repeated from the macrocosm so the macrocosm you know the universe in general to the microcosm which is us in structure and experience and therefore, it would only be expected that there would be seven basic bodies, which we would perhaps be most lucid by stating as a red ray body. However, we are aware that you wish to correspond these bodies mentioned with the color rays. this would be this will be confusing for various teachers have offered their understanding of various terms. Um, uh, thus one may name a subtle body one thing and another find a different name. So I think what they're saying is depends on who you ask <laughs> type situation. So, uh, I think this is where distortions come into play and how we each, you know, kind of learn and understand all the information. So, but they do give a, uh, general overview of this and their understanding. So the red ray body is the chemical body. Okay, it is not the body in which you have as clothing in the physical. It is the unconstructed material body, material of the body, sorry, the elemental body without form. This basic uniformed unformed material body is important to understand for there are healings which may be carried out by the simple understanding of the elements present in the physical vessel so here's where the elements are like super important like if you really think about the elements of the earth we have earth water air and fire and we are made of all those elements you know we are 70 75 percent water we have earth where dust and cells and all of all of that and then we have air in our lungs and then we have fire in our soul we have fire um well in our soul moving on (laughs) but i hope you can Grasp that information when we understand that when we're saying that we are the elements, we can uh, perform healings in that such a way. So, super cool. So, the orange ray body is the physical body complex. This body complex is still not the body that you inhabit, but rather the body formed without self awareness, the body in the womb before the spirit mind complex enters this body may live without the inhabitation of the mind and spirit complex however it seldom does so so this tells us we don't we don't necessarily have a spirit complex when we're still forming in the womb uh early on but most of the time we do i think it probably depends on circumstance and uh some other components involved in there so um but it's still a living functional body complex Uh, the yellow ray body is your physical vehicle in which you know of at this time and in which you experience catalyst this body has the mind body spirit characteristics and is equal to the physical illusion as you have called it. So third density, physical reality. We can touch, I can touch this table in front of me. I can touch this phone. This is a yellow ray body. I can touch my arm, that is my yellow ray body. That is my illusion as I see it from um, the yellow ray point of view and we experience catalyst, and right now we are getting one heck of a catalyst in the world. Um, so this is where they get into green ray, and it gets super interesting. Um, so the green ray body is that body in which may be seen in seance when what you call ectoplasm is furnished. So that kind of struck me, and I I think I've heard it before. Somebody's talked about it, but ectoplasm. So any of us that have ever been interested in ghost hunting and um or at you know um doing kind of readings on property and that uh, I can't say I've ever done a science, and I've never actually seen an ectoplasm. I will say that, but we know what this is. Is what I'm trying to say. We've all seen the movies in which it's portrayed. But it's almost like a, uh, a fluid-type mechanism allowing these, uh, this activity to come through, which is green ray. And so they go on. I'm not going to you know, talk too much on that. They go on to say, this is a lighter body packed with more density of life. You may call this astral body, following some other teachings. Others have called the same body the etheric body. However, this is not correct in the sense that the etheric body is that body of gateway uh, wherein intelligent energy is able to mold the mind-body-spirit complex. That's indigo, right, actually. But, so astral body... So they're saying the etheric body is not correct per se, but it would they didn't necessarily say the astral body was not correct, but it, it I want to focus on this is a lighter body as in lighter body packed with more density of life, and when we look at I want to add to when we look at what's happening with the sun and all of the solar activity and that we're losing some of our magnetic field and Uh, We are getting those photons. We are getting those protons, too, uh, when we get these flares and all these CMEs and stuff. So we are adding more proton, which is a positive charge. Um, And we're also getting photons and we're also getting plasma with these CMEs. So that is going to add more of this to our body So and our consciousness especially, I would imagine. Consciousness first, I would imagine, and I, if we're going to be technical, I imagine that our consciousness kind of decides, um, you know, how it's filtered into our bodies and what we're ready for. Uh, and I think this is too, you know, a lot of people have just heavy, heavy symptoms when we get these uh, um, CMEs and stuff, and I think they're their body's just not knowing what to do with it maybe there's we're holding unresolved trauma we're holding um you know uh, poor eating habits you know stuck energy uh and it just can't quite go through as is as easily if it was somebody who or um eating, working on their eating habits, making them better, spending more time in meditation, allowing these energies to, to pass through a little bit. So I hope that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm not perfect with it because gosh, there's times where I'm kind of slipping on my diet and stuff, or I haven't had time to meditate as much and I can feel I can feel some of these flares a little bit worse than others sometimes. It really depends on my state of mind when they happen. We're getting a a solar storm tonight, I believe, from the flare that we had a couple days ago, the CME we had a couple days ago. Uh, So moving on to the Blu-ray. So the light body... Is what they're calling it the light body or blue-ray body, maybe called the uh, if I can pronounce this right, Devachonic body, D-E-V-A-C-H, A N I C body. There are many other names for this body, especially in your so-called Indian sutras or writings. For there are those among these peoples which have explored these regions and understand the various types of debachonic bodies. There are many many types of bodies in each density, much like your own okay doesn't really say anything about you know uh speech, and I think they're they're really like focusing in on um. You know what the the actual body portion of it, the actual center of of energy of it, what it actually means. But I do like how they added that. Uh, you know there are many many people that understand what this actually means, and have maybe achieved that. Um, so moving on to the indigo. The integral ray body, which is you know third eye, um, which we choose to call in this body form, is substance, and you may only see this body that as that of light, as it may mold itself as it desires. Okay. If we're thinking in terms of this is going to be six density, so six density entities maybe have this this gateway balanced and completely activated. They are able to mold um, itself as it looks, as it desires. Or, well, no, okay, I was going to say something, but I'm going to take that back because they say the, the blue ray, not the indigo ray. Is the Blu-ray is the light body, which is going to be your fifth density. Is like, okay. I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, thanks, Margie, for posting that. I appreciate it. The CME, CME impact tonight, uh, but I don't want to. I can go down a whole rabbit hole in my own mind on that one. So I'm going to move on before it starts. So um, so the violet ray body may perhaps be understood as what you might call the Buddha body or that body which is complete. So the Buddha body, the Buddha body is when we achieve that state of joy, ecstasy, um, one with all, all with one. Uh, when I was reading this before, you know, I kind of associated, um, you know, the indigo the indigo ray body almost with like a, a Jesus type entity, or um, uh, possibly just blue ray. It, it's hard to it's hard to go. <sighs> um just by his teachings really because jesus did a lot of um i am the father and the father is me as in our creator you know i am the creator uh you know uh the creator is me if you want to go with that term but and in law one it does state you know we need to practice looking in the mirror and seeing the creator um and seeing the creator look into the eyes of others and see the creator and understand that we are all that fractal of the creator Uh, and each each of ourselves, you know um, I was watching something the other day I can't remember what on now, but anyway, so we was talking about, you know, how we just keep looking smaller and smaller into the atom You know, you go past all the stuff in the atom and the things surrounding the atom. You keep looking down into the atom and they see nothing but space there's just empty space, so what's holding them all together? You know, I mean, it's just empty space. So, is it consciousness? You know, and that opens a whole new um, um realm of, well, yeah, actually, it might be like, well, what is consciousness then? Uh, and we're part of that consciousness, you know, we are technically holding ourselves together with our own consciousness, and this, um, it, that's. Almost kind of like, you know, what they just said about Blu-ray, you know, um, or I'm sorry, Indigo, uh, which is the single eye, the, the third eye. And this body form is substance. And you may only see this body as that of light, as it may mold itself as it desires. And it also goes into... Um, The teachings of after the ascension of Jesus, which we now know as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, actually, some of it was in the Bible where he came in and showed himself to some of his disciples and was talking about, you know, in this body, I have no bones, um, so so forth. So um, there's many other uh, uh, entities or deities who have experience the same thing so i'm not just going to pick on jesus um pick the deity that you pray to and i'm sure they have a story like that so (laughs) yeah so son holy spirit all are the same all as one so when you look at father son and the holy spirit to me that's mind, body spirit complex you know somebody else may have a different opinion on that but um there's a lot in the loved one that really strikes a chord with me in the general teachings of Christianity and Catholicism, and Buddha, and Buddhist teachings, and Hinduism. Like it all, like, kind of wraps it into one, and um, you know, maybe organized religion isn't necessarily the thing, something that we need when we understand that we are all that one breath of life. <laughs> so, uh, if that makes sense. Um, The last paragraph in here, the last couple of paragraphs, I will say, says each of these bodies has an effect upon your mind, body, spirit complex in your life beingness. The interrelationships have, as we have said, are many and complex. And we get lessons in each of these, I think, in our day-to-day life. um, I pick on this one during the Mind of the Snake, you know, a lot, but I was, Getting a lesson in red ray at that point, you know, uh, as far as facing my fears and fear is um, fear of survival or something like that. So uh, that is definitely a red ray lesson. You um, know, like we get, uh, I feel like we get a lesson in each one of these centers. Something in our life every day shows us what areas, what center, what body is It's just not quite aligned. So when we can recognize that, we can say, "What is this lesson showing me? Am I to learn patience? am i am I getting a lesson in unconditional love right now? Am I getting a lesson in forgiveness right now? well, what's a green ray green ray lesson um, uh, Blue ray would be to me speaking your truth, speaking speaking up for somebody else, or um, I know everybody's truth is different. I mean, there's a fine line between my truth is hurting somebody else and my truth is not hurting somebody else because they they feel like they're expressing their truth and i mean i guess if their truth is service to self then it's the same thing but uh i choose not to be that way and i know you guys choose not to be that way as well but uh but that is a great lesson understanding that you know they are taking their own path and that's okay you know we can still speak our truth that that's not okay but uh, speaking up for our freedom, uh, speaking up for our rights and by our creator, as our Constitution says, is a really, really big Blu-ray lesson. Um, Indigo Ray, I'm not quite sure as far as I guess that would be looking in the mirror and seeing yourself as a creator and looking into the eyes of the others and seeing the creator would be a very, very good uh, lesson in that. I'm not quite sure how that would pop up in everyday life uh, as far as interactions with others other than that. But if you guys have any opinions on that, please let me know. Um, Michael talks about, Craig says, Michael talks about how we are sometimes actually reshuffling past experiences and dreams as well. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think we're looking at a lot of our past experiences and uh, these dreams uh, reshuffling. Well, I think reshuffling our perception, definitely. Um, I'll have to, again, now there's a dream I'd like to explain after this call with you guys. So see what you think. but um, So... The last paragraph on this says, perhaps one suggestion may be indicated is this. The indigo ray body may be used by the healer. Once the healer becomes able to place his consciousness in the etheric state. Okay, so when you're doing Reiki or any other type of healing, I'm not sure you actually need to. You know go through the training of being a reiki master i think if you understand energy healing in your own way that you can probably do this type of healing. um just my thoughts there but i think it's probably a added plus but so but you need to be in that etheric state it's your ability to be in that etheric state the violet ray or buddhic body is of equal efficacy To the healer, for within it lies a sense of wholeness, which is extremely close to unity with all there is. So these bodies are a part of each entity, and the proper use of them and understanding of them is, though far advanced from the standpoint of third density harvest, nevertheless is very useful to the adept okay we may not quite understand all of it but once we achieve the ability to put ourselves in the etheric state on this um you know activate um green blue indigo ray possibly even violet ray um we become much better healers and when we understand when we can put ourselves in in unity with creator and all there is and the other person that we are healing Uh, then it's going to be much better Um, useful to the adept it says okay so what is an adept i mean i consider an adept a person that is actively seeking the creator consciously seeking the creator which is what we're all doing um and you know i'm glad you brought up uh the michael prophecies craig because there are so many easter eggs in there on why we have to go through what we have to go through right now, not just in global life, the political scene and that, but personal lives too. A lot of us are having personal issues and personal hardships and in the midst of all of that. And it just literally to springboard us into this, uh, well, hopefully springboard us into this harvest um, or at least an understanding or springboard us into seeking our creator, seeking God or whatever deity that you find that inside of us, it's making us seek and it's making us pray and it's making us meditate. And I mean, uh, I mean, thank you evil people. I mean, really, because if I will be one to say, it just made me a much better person. And I am not scared anymore to achieve my dreams, and I can stand up for myself a lot better than I used to, and I'm sure there's more coming, which is awesome. So, and I know a lot of you say the same thing. I have learned so much about myself and other people just in the last few years than I ever thought I would, and I have done more for myself and other people than I never thought I would. Even though I was working as a nurse, you know, it was, I was doing a lot for people. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I was doing a lot, but that was there was no balance because I'm doing a lot for others and not for myself. But I should do stuff for myself before um, and fill my own cup before I can offer that healing to others and understanding to others. So you um, know, and I don't, don't forget too. You know, it's fifty-one percent service to others is what we need. Meaning, there's a balance between taking care of yourself and taking care of others. And we need to be managing that. Margie says, I don't have the need to be right all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a hard one. That's, you know, not be, I think the the lesson there is to understand that we're not right all the time and that's fine like we can let other people be right all the time that's a hard one um, but we, the ability to accept when you're not right is huge and you know you're right, not right because you're narcissist or your um, psychopath or I don't think psychopaths would understand this but a narcissist when they know they're not right they're just gonna keep the lie up and they make you feel bad for telling them and offering them proof that, no, that's not right. (laughs) Like, it's not, like, it's fine. It's just just not right, you know, but they will still play the victim and still keep the lie up, even though deep down in there, they're not right. So the ability to accept when we're not right is huge, but also when we know we're right for proof Um, and don't be a doormat on that because that's where gaslighting comes from. They they tell you, oh, you must be out your mind, like, you're all crazy about this, and you're overreacting, and, you know, you don't remember things right, and even you offer them proof, but I'm definitely not going to go down a rabbit hole on that, because you guys know I can talk forever on that, but, um, no, just the ability to, ex- you know, accept when you're wrong, I think is good enough, so. And then move up. <laughs> okay, let's look at some of the other ones that I jotted down here. So 34.12. But I thought that whole session was unique because it went through all the, the, the rays and the, the bodies, um, explaining what the etheric and the astral and uh, the gateway is. And 34.12. Okay. All right. So, the question is, so this is session 34, question 12. I thought that that was correct, but I wasn't sure. So, can you give me the same type of information that we have been getting here with respect to the unmanifested self? Interacting between yourself and gadgets uh, or inventions. So, I thought I would talk a little bit about the unmanifested self. So, you know, I think this is part of ourselves that we don't show others or even a higher self. Um, there's always a, a self that we just don't show the world. Even in my own family, there's a self that I don't show them. You know, it's becoming more and more open. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, there's still a part of me that I'm just I don't show. And I know that's the same for uh, most of everybody uh, that I'm still working on. Because we shouldn't be afraid to be ourselves in front of the world. Um, you know, I swear, my six-year-old has no unmanifested self. His self is completely manifested. Like, he does not care. I caught him outside. Uh, he ran outside. Of course, we have a fenced in the backyard, we live in the country. Don't get me wrong, but... He wanted to change into a swimming trucks, apparently just out there in front of everybody and just didn't even care. <laughs> so I was like, Ah no. Like I we still have neighbors. I mean they don't they're not you can't really see, but it's just he has no shame whatsoever. But on one hand, I'm like, people don't understand that yet, kid. Like you've really gotta not do that. <laughs> so but these are the new kids and um really really like what's the word for it confirmed for me that these are the new kids and they just they're like that they have no one self, like my daughter is the same way my oldest is the same way um so it's like i i want to condone it but i don't like you know i should just let them be themselves and um But I also know the world is not ready for that yet. But anyway, let's listen to the answer that Ra gives. So in this particular instance, we again concentrate for the most part in the orange and the yellow ray centers. In a negative sense, many of the gadgets among your people, this is what you call communication devices and other distractions such as the less competitive games may be seen to have the distortion of keeping the mind-body-spirit complex unactivated so that yellow and orange ray activity is much weakened, and thus carefully decreasing the possibility of eventual green ray activation. And I want to stop right there. So this is the 80s. Uh, it's probably even more now because you're talking the communication devices in the 80s were completely different than what they are today, but it's even more true now. So they're saying that basically they're just distractions and they are meant to keep uh, the yellow and orange ray unactivated and weakened. And when we do that, we decrease the possibility of eventual green ray. Now, I I do want to take note on that and say that I think we know we are, in instance, using that the, their tool against them, their own weapon against them, because we've created such wonderful places where we can, as positive people uh, that want to learn and teach uh, these spiritual practices, can connect over vast distances. And uh, sites like Corey's Ascension Works TV, um, another uh, James's Gill- Gillen's. Um, so in a sense we are kind of using their own weapon uh video games is probably another one that corey's working on on uh getting that information into the mass consciousness as well so um my five-year-old neighbor tells me a little too much about her family that is my life anytime i check my little one anywhere he just tells everybody everything and i'm like like he did no shame like i said uh some people love it you know some people are like oh my gosh like this kid is awesome like you know and then I and then other people just want to be me so that's all right I have to that's the lesson that I have to teach him that not everybody's is open and that's okay they don't have to be you know it's all right um I remember taking him to the the garden store one day and he just just walked up to this older lady and we talked to her for like a half an hour and then he ended up telling she ended up telling my kids that they needed to run for office because we needed people that could talk and that were good people. And stuff. Uh, but she loved every minute of it, but other people aren't so open. So I'm glad that your neighbor has um, you to be able to talk to. So that's, they're just being open, like nothing to hide. I call that authentic when they're just like, here it is, here's my everything, take it or leave it. <laughs> so I think that's cool um so going on others of your gadgets may be seen to be tools how, whereby the entity explores the capability of its physical or mental complexes and in some few cases the spiritual complex thus activating the orange ring what you would call your team sports and another gadgets such as your modes of transport okay These may be seen as to be ways of investigating the feelings of power, more especially power over others or a group power over another group of self. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I can completely agree with that, actually. you Activate the orange ray in a way of dominating over others. I mean, that is a lot of your sports today. Uh, especially major sports. But, you know, heck, I mean, we played t-ball. I played uh baseball, uh, softball from the time I was a little taught, We did tee ball Then I went all the way up to, um, you know, high school softball for a year or so. Uh, and that was, that was, you have to win over the other person. And you feel good because you win over the other person. So just something to keep in mind, I guess. Um, And I know there's a... Uh, Tribes in Africa that, that just don't do that, and um, a really good story is that I think a cameraman went over to one of the tribes in Africa and offered them something. I don't remember what else a piece, some candy or a cake or there. Um, so he told the kids, you know, first one to get there, it gets everything. And so they all started walking together and walking together. There was nobody ahead of one another. There was nobody behind and they all got there at the same time. Like, why would we let, why would one of us be happy when we can all be happy at the same time? So that is an excellent example of not wanting to uh, dominate over someone else. Okay, let's go to 39.10. Okay, this one's another long one. Gosh, I thought this was gonna end up being a short one. I didn't pick very many to go over, but we're doing pretty good, I think. Okay, so session 39, question 10. Uh, I sense that there is a fruitful ground for investigating of our development in tracing the evolution of the bodily, bodily energy centers because these seven centers seem to be linked with all the sevens. Uh, that I spoke of previously, and be central to our own development. So they're asking about the development of these these chakras, these energy centers. Can you describe the process of evolution of these bodily centers, uh, bodily energy centers, starting with the most primitive form of life, to have them? Another really good one. So Ra says, uh, we've already covered this previously. We shall not repeat information upon which rays dwell in first and second density and the wherefores of this, but rather an attempt to enlarge upon this information. So, um, So they do say, the basic pivotal points of each level of development, that is, each density beyond second, may be seen as follows firstly the basic energy of so-called red ray this ray may be understood to be basic strengthening <laughs> ray for each density it shall never be uh con Whew. they put in some really thick words on this one condescended to a less important or productive of spiritual evolution for is the foundation ray so we we need this this is foundation ray this is survival uh love i think has a play in this i mean love, love is a foundation when you think about it we all uh, need to be loved and feel loved and we also need to love it's also our connection to earth where we, where we get our bonding from okay So the next foundation ray is yellow. This is a great stepping stone ray. At this ray, the mind-body potentiates to its fullest balance. So potentiate is potential. It means to make something move. At this ray, the mind-body makes move to its fullest balance. The strong red-orange-yellow triad springboards the entity into the center ray of green this is again a basic ray but not a primary ray interesting this is a resource for spiritual work Uh, when green ray has been activated we find the third primary ray Being able to begin potentiation, which means movement. This is the first true spiritual ray. And that all transfers are of an integrated mind-body-spirit nature. The blue then seats the learning teachings of the spirit. And each density with the mind-body complex. Animating the whole communicating to others this entirety of beingness so learning teachings that's a hyphenated they they like to hyphenate things because they're basically the same thing basically learning teaching is when we are learning we are also teaching and when we are teaching uh we are also learning so but again the blu-ray is communicating to others the entirety of beingness so you're teaching what you are learning so, the indigo ray, though precious, is that ray worked upon only by the adept, as you would call it. Remember, an adept to me is somebody uh, but consciously seeking, consciously seeking the creator or doing physically, doing their mentally, I guess, doing their inner work. It is the gateway to intelligent infinity. Bringing intelligent energy through. This is the energy center worked upon and those teachings considered inner, hidden, and occult. For this ray is that which is infinite and its possibilities. As you are aware, those who heal and teach and work for the. Uh seem to be both radiant and balanced are those activities which are indigo, Ray. So this is where I go back to, uh, you know, the miracles of Jesus and saints, too. I mean, we have saints uh, that have known to be doing healings and bilocation and uh, all kinds of different miracles, uh, levitation. Um, heckly, the show The Flying Nun was based off of a real nun. Uh, that had learned, you know, levitation in a way. So um, she was, She had done also uh, many other miracles in that. There are several saints known to bilocate, um, as well as other kind of miracles. So uh, as you are aware, the violet ray is constant and does not figure into a discussion of the functions of ray activation. And that is the mark, the register, the identity, the true vibration of an entity. And it's in here before that the the violet ray is nothing more. Well, I can't say nothing more, but it is the sum of all the others. It is the vibration of all the others combined. Okay, so you take a person and all their energy centers up to their third eye. Okay, they're the indigo ray. And then you create a whole other vibration of that, which is their true nature, their true person. And that is the violet ray. Okay, let's do one more. Let's see here. 40. Okay, it's the next one. Yeah. Okay. So session 40, question 15. Um, Does the fact that basic vibration that we experience now is true green color or for density account for the fact that there are many mental effects upon material objects that are now observable for the first time Uh, in a mass way like the bending of metal by the mind which is super ironic because I was just watching a clip of the matrix when he's talking to uh, that child whenever you know um, only look at the truth that there is no spoon you know there's only you that's bending so on and so forth um so they answer by saying uh, this is the final question. Okay. This is not only correct, but we suggest you take this concept further and understand that the great number of entities uh, with the so-called mental diseases being due to the effect of this green ray color upon mental configurations of those unready mentally to face the self for the first time super important really important and uh margie craig and i were just having a conversation earlier about uh psychedelics i mean there the psychedelic revolution is happening all over again it happened in the 60s and 70s and there was just this huge tension of consciousness they happened then um, and then now, as I mean, people are, states are legalizing it for therapeutic purposes because they are finding there are very, very positive effects with these things. So basically what they're saying is some of the mental illnesses that we are having is that people are not willing to look at themselves, okay? And we were talking about earlier those who have taken things like psilocybin or whatever and having negative effects from it. Well, when you take something like that, you are kind of hit with some past traumas and that you have to look at and there's no getting away from it. Like it's in your face, like you got to look at it and you have to be willing to look at and if you're not willing to look at this, you know, we do have uh, mental illnesses that that come from it. So, and look at the energies that we're getting from the sun, you know, Uh, it's said that by the end of this cycle or to the end, you're... Uh, you know, I don't know how long before, but close enough that we may all be in like this super psychedelic state um, and all of this stuff comes up. Our trauma has comes up and we have to be willing to look at them and find our lessons and forgive and understand and have compassion for others that maybe have wronged us. That, so, you know what? They just didn't know any better. And I didn't know any better. So. I forgive me. I forgive them. Let's move on. We have learned our lesson. Now we know to be nicer and understand and more forgiving. And you know, let's not hold grudges all the time. And um, so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, yeah, Margie, that is an excellent meme. When they say meditation will bring you enlightenment, but so far all it's done is reveal your trauma. <clears throat> That's absolutely true, and you have you have to be willing to look at this. You know, it is right there. Uh, I have stuff come up all the time from like forever ago and recent stuff, and um, I'm not perfect again, but I've done so much better about looking at it and saying what it what was that trying to show me that I missed the first time around. Um, okay, I understand that lesson now, and now if it repeats, I know what my response or my action should be so and then uh hopefully in the future i'm more forget more forgiving of uh, myself and another person so but also admit when i'm wrong and um you know hopefully that person is more uh compassionate if i'm wrong and you know uh et cetera et cetera so interesting stuff you know gmt is another one uh it, it just you know i don't I think DMT just goes to the indigo ray immediately. I really do that, and uh, uh, things like LSD, which I've never personally experienced, but I mean I've talked to people that have, and I think actually they they mentioned that in the law of one on the LSD how it just basically just like opens up the gateway, like immediately, and you have all of this infinity flooding in. Um, uh dmt i think kind of works similar although it is a natural substance but dmt is also found in your pineal gland you have crystals in your pineal gland that if you activate them um either by accident or on purpose you know then you can get like a natural dmt experience so i think uh i've heard of blunt force trauma um I, you know activating that i've heard of uh, uh you can train yourself to do these to get to those states you can work on decalcifying the pineal gland uh i think it, it probably happens in deep deep states of meditation i'm sure there's a billion different ways <laughs> marshy says i did a little too much like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think too, your, your attitude going into it, you know, if, are you doing this stuff just to chase some kind of high, or are you really, are you doing this for trauma healing with the actual purpose of trauma healing, of looking at those traumas and and processing them? That's important. Uh, I think that opens up a whole new field, your purpose of doing these, of undergoing that whole process. Super important. Yeah, brain trauma or blunt for trauma. Okay, guys, I'm going to go ahead and shut off the recording.